Hello everyone and welcome to the Great Managers Masterclass and Mentoring Webinar. It's Sandra here with you and we'll start today with our purpose of these Masterclass webinars. They're all about providing you with new information, engaging with you and interacting. So I'm hoping that lots of you are ready to have a chat today at the end of our Masterclass. It's about answering your questions and it's all about supporting you and your learning. So the thing that I like about these Masterclasses, we have people from all sorts of different organisations that come on and you can all learn from each other and support each other in the learning as well. So let's get started on our masterclass today. Welcome to the Great Managers Masterclass on positive performance and how to develop a high emotional tone in your business. What I'm going to show you in this most masterclass will help you understand the link between emotions and results and give you some strategies to increase the emotional tone in your team and business. In our session today, I'm going to cover three things. I'm going to start with the research on the link between emotions and results. I'm going to talk about the impact and the energetic calibration of emotions, why some emotions are more powerful than others. And I'm also going to talk about moving mood and emotion into a positive register. Is it possible? And if so, how do you increase the emotional tone of your team? So a lot of people have asked for this sort of thing and emotions are one of those things that derail a lot of things at work. And we're going to start with a little bit of our own research here. We're going to do a poll. So here we go. Let's do our own research first. How many of you currently think emotions in the workplace have an impact on the level of performance of a team or organization? So if you'll just do that now, we're opening the poll. How many of you currently think emotions in the workplace have an impact on the level of performance a team or organization will achieve? I'll give you a few more seconds to closing off. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's close the poll now and look at that. A hundred percent of you agree that emotions have an impact on performance. So what a high potential group you are to actually everyone agrees with that. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I still work with people occasionally who say things like, let's leave the emotions out of it, or there's no place for emotions in the workplace. So I'm really pleased to see that you're way ahead of that kind of mindset. The reality is that emotions are everywhere. People take their humanity to work every day. They take their happiness, their excitement, their enthusiasm, as well as their frustration, disappointment, their anger, their sadness and their worries, and also their mood patterns. They take those into work as well. They bring all of themselves into work, and this results in emotions at work. People have things going on in their lives. They have exciting things, but they also have difficult things perhaps. They might be going through personal problems or have health issues or financial problems, or they might have issues happening in their family. So every day, people are continually exposed to a wide variety of potentially arousing stimuli or triggers. We all know that inappropriate or unchecked emotional reactions to such stimuli could impede our fit within a workplace or even with a society. So people engage in some form of emotional regulation or adjustment a lot of the time. And the way people handle emotions is different. Some people are really sensitive and they take things very personally. And you'd be aware if you've got people like that in your team. And other people are quite matter of fact and they're much better at compartmentalizing emotions. They can put them aside and just get on with what's happening. 
So the important thing is to know that emotional regulation is a skill. It's a skill that can be learned and developed at any point in life. And we all have this skill at some level. Some people are better at it than others. And people who are better at it are generally better because they've either learned the skills or they've had really good role models in their life who've helped them with that learning. So we're going to have a look now at the research on these emotions and what we call a positive emotional tone. And we start with the positivity ratio. And this is Um, We use this in the Great Managers Program. We use it in Strategy 4 in relation to giving feedback. And it comes from Barbara Fredrickson's book called Positivity. And this positivity ratio, which comes from another researcher called Lasada, Marcio Lasada, can be used in a number of ways. And it's linked with positive emotional states and resilience, or what Fredrickson calls flourishing. So that's what we want. We want our organizations, our teams to be flourishing. So there's a number of other researchers who use this material. I mentioned Marcel Lasada. He actually came up with the ratio itself mathematically through research, and then he collaborated with Fredrickson. And then there are people like John Gottman and Robert Schwartz who also talk about it as well. Now, Lasada's well-known for his work in business. Fredrickson's well-known for her work with individuals and life generally. And Gottman's well-known for his work in relationships and studying married couples. So Lasada's research was done with over 60 teams. And he used a whole range of means. He was using video cameras and, and computers, coding everything these 60 teams did over a period of time, including people's statements, comments to each other, their interactions and all their communication. And the researchers coded all this information into positive and negative categories. And what they found was that in high-performing teams, and these were high-performing teams that were getting great results, in terms of profitability, ratings from customers, evaluations by superiors, peers and subordinates. So the the great results was the evidence. In the high-performing teams, the ratio was six to one. So there were six times as many positive interactions to negatives. And in mixed performance teams, the ratio was two to one. But they also found that at this level, it was quite unstable. It could easily slip backwards. And in low performance teams, it was below one-to-one. So where teams weren't getting results when they looked at the data associated with their interactions, it was less than one-to-one. And all the researchers that I mentioned have found a tipping point of three-to-one. It's only here at this ratio and above that positivity is in sufficient supply to seed human flourishing and be sustainable. So this is why we use it in reference to giving feedback. So it's about helping your team flourish. But it's also important to be thinking about it in terms of your own emotional state. Are you in a positive state three times as many as you are in negative? Now, it's not positive to be, it's not um, possible actually to be in a positive state all of the time because we're humans and life will throw things up at us. So, But it is interesting to know what your current ratio is. And you can actually take the test online. It's called the positivity test. And you can find out what your ratio is. And then you can monitor it over time. And um, I've used this test a lot with leaders I've coached. So you might want to write that link down there. 
or you might even just want to Google positivity test and that the, the page will come up for you. So it's not about taking the test every day. It's taking it, you know, once a month or something like that and seeing how you're progressing, seeing whether you can lift that ratio because what you do matters in your team. And if your mood is up in that positive ratio, it's more likely that your teams will be as well.